Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Sons of Pitches. Now the season's over, we're starting to ramp up towards the Euros. So make sure you are listening to this podcast to get all your information about the upcoming 2020 Euros. But before we delve in to all of the lovely stuff we have planned for you today, boys, how are you doing? Not bad, oh, lad, not bad. How are you, boys? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. So, getting into the nitty-gritty of what we'll be discussing today, we have, of course, the Tweet of the Week. And then we move on to the highly anticipated SOP Awards. Now, this is our own end-of-season Premier League Awards, where we'll be having categories such as Worst Manager, Most Overrated Player, and, of course, Most Improved Player, just to name a few, just to kind of tease you in. And then, finally... To end off the episode, we do, of course, have the scenarios where this week we'll be being inspired by Sir Paddy McGuinness and looking into the scenarios this week as the take me out scenarios where we will be covering everything from players with all their lights off to the most likely player who will be slagged off by their family and friends. So let's get started then, boys. So for this week's tweet of the week, we have a very interesting, a very interestingly named breast Premier League team of all time, claiming that there is no debates needed in this discussion. Now, this is a very interesting best Premier League team of all time, with the starting 11 being Joe Hart, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Virgil van Dijk, John Terry, Ashley Cole, Cristiano Ronaldo, Gerard, Kevin De Bruyne, Thierry Henry at left wing, Alan Shearer and Sergio Aguero. Now, I think there's a lot of controversial names there. Boys, what are we thinking about this week's Tweet of the Week? Um, it's always going to be hard making an all-time Premier League eleven, isn't it? Because there's been just so many ridiculous players, like ridiculously good players playing in the last 20 years. But... Um, yeah, there's always going to be so many people you're going to leave out. But yeah, this guy, he certainly left a few out. And even his choices I'm looking at now, some of them are quite suspect. Like Joe Hart and goal. He doesn't Joe Hart even... is a very interesting choice. That's a very that's the one that struck me as the most rogue. Like the other the others are genuinely amazing players. Some maybe haven't really properly proven themselves yet, like Trent. But Joe Hart, I mean, the guy got dropped as soon as Pep Guardiola Pep came, came in, in, who like we accept like is a great manager who knows his stuff. And compared to like Edison, Allison, like the player, uh, the goalkeeper's knocking about now, it's like night and day. He's and nowhere even, near as good as them. And even you have goalkeepers from before. You have goalkeepers like Smichael. You have goalkeepers like Seaman. And the Saar. Van der Sar, Van der Sar. Literally just there's, there is an you. endless list of elite goalkeepers that have played in the Premier League and he went for Joe Hart the guy Joe who was Hart. basically out of a job at the age of about 25 that is that, that's yeah, got to be the most outrageous decision in there he's sitting on Tottenham's reserves bench now I mean this guy must have been born in like 2010 surely there's there's no I mean listen yeah there's like the whole thing I mean, I know his time as City's coming to an end, and he is a Premier League legend, Aguero. But if Henri and Shearer aren't your two strikers in a Premier League all-time eleven, then you're doing it wrong. They're the best two strikers that have ever done it in the Premier League. There's just no debate in it. But I would say that it's quite refreshing to see Aguero put in that team. I think I completely agree with you. The top two strikers should be Shearer and Henry. Henry did play on the left wing for Barca and before he came to Arsenal, but he was predominantly a striker. So he should be put as a striker. Mate, but I the think guy, it's quite the refreshing guy went invincible as a striker. He, he never did, played yeah. left wing for Arsenal. He was literally the best player in the Premier League. He's probably the best player the Premier League has ever seen. The geezer <laughs> scored some of like the, the biggest, some of his greatest goals that like get played over and over again against the big teams. He scored against the goal Man against United. United. He scored um, the goal against Tottenham where he like runs the length of the pitch and ends up scoring a hat-trick in that game. He scored He scored the goal against Real Madrid that I've spoken about before, like the first time any English club had ever beaten Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. But what I was saying is it's nice to see Aguero win, though. I think he has done enough yeah, to I'd be like mentioned to in the same uh, breath. Listen, 
it's not it's not an outright all he is a Premier League legend, is what I'm saying, but he's not in that all time eleven. I'd even yeah. like Wayne Rooney has to go in there above him as well. If you're gonna yeah. pick anyone outside of them too. Rooney's who's your player's like... winger then? Who if you're moving on Reed to forward, who is your player's winger? I think you can um, have players such as Perez, I think, would be able to play oh, mate, I would always there. have a Guerrero over Perez, Robert. Yeah, but Perez. mate, it's a rel- Henri is going up front. But Henri's you're going n- up Henri front. Henri can't, can't play out wide. Right. All the facts you have to have both of the players in the team. The position doesn't really matter. It does. You, mate, playing Henri out wide is one of the biggest wastes going. Like, there's a reason that he's like Arsenal's greatest ever player, and at Barcelona and he's he just like a yeah, mate. Uh, Ryan Giggs could play on the wing. I mean. I think that's I always a controversial his, one. I've never I know he's really. He's had his outside of the Premier League troubles lately. He's had but... a bit too much stellar, hasn't yeah. he? That's why you should have Gareth Bale in there. Maybe not. Really, very rogue. It wasn't his whole. I mean, yeah, he left he, like when he was fairly young. It's not yeah. like he's Ronaldo then, isn't it? Ronaldo. I would. I was going to yeah, say Ronaldo. Ronaldo's, like one Ronaldo's of the greatest class. players ever. Ronaldo's but class, was, well, but I don't think he played his best football in the Premier League. The other thing I say with this team. Well, I said this kid, this guy must have been born after 2010. His midfield two are KDB and Gerard. Now, listen, yeah, yeah, KDB is an elite player, and so is Gerard. But Gerard's got more of an argument to be there. Like De Bruyne you hasn't. Think? Yeah, mate, Gerard done it for years in the Premier League. He might not won one. And don't get me wrong, like there are an endless list of midfielders that I'd have in there. Over well, not endless, but Gerard is definitely up there. De Bruyne has been in the Premier League for like what four years now. Yeah, like mate, you've got players like Patrick Vieira, Roy Keane, Barry. Lampard, Skulls. I mean, Barry, bit debatable. I don't know, <laughs> don't know if I put him in. He's a legend, but I don't know if I put him in the all time 11. But yeah, there's like a joke amount of players, and then I mean, Van Dyke again, good centre back, but he has literally had two good seasons yeah. in the Prem. And the geese is starting him with Trent Alexander-Arnold right back. I think, that, I think that's outrageous both of them. I do think John Terry and Ashley Cole have a very oh, mate, big case. There is no way. Jo- John Terry is the first centre-half in the team. He has to be. The geese is Him, Rio Ferdinand. Him, Rio Ferdinand. Vidic. Tony Adams, I would like to part there. Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell again. The Arsenal back four that went invincibles have all got to fucking have a pretty good shot. But what I am saying about this team is I think it is refreshing to see some of the names in it. I think some of the names are ridiculous. I think Van Dijk has been great, but he's not a legend yet. He was good at Southampton. He's been great at Liverpool, but not a legend yet. Trent, I think, is ridiculous. Um, Madness. Joe, yeah, the one Joe thing Hart I will say about just... Trent, I mean, I don't agree with Trent, but like the one argument I will put out there with Trent is that there's not really that many elite right-backs that, that have played in the Premier League. Like, who would you have at right back? Phil Neville, bro. Phil Neville. Phil Neville, was Phil Neville wasn't great. Yeah, he wasn't a great player. No, he was shite. <laughs> There's a reason he, like, got I had would... to play left back from United and then got fucked off after about two years to Everton. Put a case forward for Zabaleta being in there. Uh, yeah, right no back to tough one. I can't actually think of. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Who's, who's like right the, back from Sanger. The only, Sanger, but that's just because Sanger. you're an Arsenal fan and grew up watching him. He's not, he's not an all-time Premier League right back. Like, come on, mate. Like, you're realistically looking at like Gary Neville, maybe. Gary Neville, just because yeah. of how many Premier Leagues he won, but he wasn't exactly fucking a groundbreaking right back, was he? So, I mean, I can see why Trent's in there. I mean, it is an he outrageous decision as well. He's most exciting right back we've had probably in the Premier League. Yeah. I generally, you raise a good point. I'm thinking of other right backs. Obviously, let us know on the Instagram page if you can think of any other positions that we're missing out. But I think right back, there hasn't been amazing right backs. Yeah, and I think that's mainly because full backs haven't been as important in the game as they are currently. Yeah, that's true. And so I feel like that's maybe... Alexander-Arnold, to be fair. Yeah. But I still, I still do think it's a bit premature. But like, yeah, again, like the, guy, yeah, the guys had two good years. The guys had two good years and is, it's looking like he's fucking barely, if he does go to the Euros, he's scraping in by the skin of his yeah. teeth. So like, he's not even in, in England's best two right backs. How can you put him in a fucking Premier League all-time 11? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, having said that, Cole Walker's actually got a pretty good shout to go in there now. 
Carl Walker, he's yeah. old, been in the league for long, been a fucking great right back his entire career. That is two different oh. clubs. He's definitely done it with Tottenham and obviously gone away. He's obviously wanted to win silverware, so you have to move away from Tottenham. Well, like David Silva deserves a shout out as well. I think, yeah. Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney as well. Well, Yeah, yeah, we were saying Wayne Rooney is a striker. The the problem um, with Rooney is that the the strikers are just too, like, if you go down the striker road, mate, you know how many elite strikers? They're like Eric Cantona, Andy Cole, Van Nistelrooy. Wayne Rooney, like, second top goal scorer and, like, second most assist as well. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Wayne Rooney is, is an elite player, mate. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. And then fucking he's playing alongside Joe Hart in goal. Wayne Rooney's sitting on the bench and Joe Hart's out there fucking conceding goals for fun. Outrageous. Yeah. I, I think love Petr Cech as well, man. Petr Cech, yeah, yeah, we completely forgot about Petr Cech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he's Not Arsenal, but he was class. Most clean sheets in Premier League history, mate. Yeah. Takes some doing that. I think at the end of the day, when looking at this team, it's caused a lot of debate in the way that a lot of these players are ridiculous with Joe Hart people like that and it has made us think in maybe a different way to what we had done before with the players we would bring in to our all-time Premier League 11 so if you want to hear our verdict in our Premier League all-time 11 at one of the later shows then let us know you know where to find us you know our Instagram page Sons of Pitches 66 drop us a little comment down there if, if that's what you want to see and want us to discuss So, welcome to the main part of the show, where we have the SOP Awards, where we choose our awards for this Premier League season. We have seven categories to choose from, where me and the boys will be debating who is the best player to go into these categories. And of course, once we have decided this, we will put these players into the scenarios. So, without any further ado, we have the worst signing SOP Award of the season. Lads, who do we think this should be? I've got down Willian at Arsenal. Been fucking shocking. Um, Awful. I know he was a free, but those wages are different gravy. And now apparently there's rumours at the end of the season Giz wants to fuck back off to Chelsea. Maybe try and win something again before he retires. Um, Well, Chelsea didn't do very well winning much this season anyway. Oh, yeah. I think they're better next season though, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Not for Arsenal though. Two calls at the wheel. Course at the will. To be fair, he's been he's actually been unreal since he's come in. Um but no, but anyway, yeah, Willian's gotta be up there just because he has been fucking dreadful. Like when he's yeah. on the pitch for Arsenal, they might as well have ten men. Um But what's amazing is he's got the joint most assists in the Premier League for Arsenal. Yeah, I know, I did see that. But that was because he got like four in the opening on the opening day against yeah. Fulham, it? Or three or something. Yeah, he got three on the opening day, and no, I think he got two in another match. Um yeah, then I've gone Nathan Ake down there. Um, yeah, I didn't even thought of him. He's been yeah. completely put out in the Forget cold, about isn't that. He? Man City dropped about 70 million on him last summer. Geese has played about one game. And the thing is, I actually feel sorry for him because I really liked him. I thought he was a class player. I thought he was a great centre-back, but he's gone to City. You've got like nine elite centre-backs they didn't, there. They didn't need him. Yeah. It's a joke. That is literally just the case of City just spending because they've got it. For the sake of it. It's almost like they wanted to buy him so no other club could have him. Like, yeah. I think Man United could have done with him this season. And because Man United wanted him, City had to have him. I think um, it's like a little sport brat, isn't it? I think yeah. also Werner... Werner can definitely be put up there. The thing is, yeah, though, you know, look at the geezer's stats, they're not awful, but you've signed him to be a great striker. That's true. Nah, I listen, I feel, I feel like Werner, I feel like he has, he's got a lot of un, unwarranted hate. I mean, he's not been great. Let's, let's not like, let's not beat around the bush. He's not been great, but like, like you say, his stats are okay. But like, even outside of stats, like when you watch him play, like, yeah, he, he has missed some guilt edge chances, but like, he is, he's just like, he is a good player. Like, you can see that he's a good player. Like, I was watching, um, it might have been the FA Cup final, actually, and there was a moment where, like, I mean, considering that, like, the guy's confidence is, like, must be, like, rock bottom. Like, he's getting yeah. slagged off every week. But there was a, he, he, like, got the ball in midfield. He, like, dropped deep, got the ball, and, like, dummied it, turned, and, like, completely took the midfield out of the game. And it was, like, three on four at the back. It was, like, he, he is a great player. His he's just I don't know what it is like because at Leipzig he was finished he was like 
a deadly like he'd finish all of his chances. But he's come to the Premier League. It's obviously a different challenge, and uh, like he, it's been one season. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? I like it takes how many players have have had to take time to develop um, and get used to the league before they like. I think I someone mean, that, I've got for one of the later categories would fit into that. Mm. Um, I think, like, and we've uh, yeah. seen with his well, pace as well. One one way to look at it is like how much stick did Arsenal get for Pepe last season, and then yeah. that's like warranted off. He didn't play that much, but he's been fucking unreal last two three months. He's been he's been elite towards the end of the season. Yeah. So you know sometimes it just takes players a little bit of time to get used to it, um, especially if they're like young. On those, on those Chelsea signings, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on them yeah. considering oh, yeah, yeah. how much spends on them, how like. Like, the whole year transfer ban as well, so and they're from a league that we not a lot not many people watch. There's a lot of hype surrounding them. There's still a lot of potential with them in it, so I feel like I'll give it a couple more seasons. I, I think another Chelsea signing, another signing as well, um, who both came from Ajax, Ajax, and um Van der Beek. I feel like they've just it's not because they played badly, they just haven't really yeah. played. So Ajax has yeah. had more See, yeah, had his injury problems, isn't it? He has, but mate, so is Van der Beek. I feel he so got, bad for him. I actually like, feel so bad for him because you watched the Europa League last night, he didn't oh, feature how at bad all. Was that game, and he literally got man of a match in the match before. Like mate, why like, aren't you playing him? But he, even like he Ajax sub for like ninety-fifth minute, did he? That was questionable. But um no, yeah, like Van der Beek, I mean, I, he could have done with a couple more years at Ajax just to stay there and develop. I think he he was an unreal player. You look at the Champions League run they had, he was quality. He is a really good player, Van der Beek. And he just he definitely wasn't ready for Man United. They've Do signed him. I don't think he was. I don't think he's been given the chance. I mean, I he hasn't really. But this, that's, that's, that that's the difference between Ajax and Man United. The teams you're playing week in, week out, when he's competing with the players he is around him in the midfield that they've got. If you're not on it from the first game you play, you're not going to get given that many opportunities. Clearly and something's happened, hasn't it? I reckon yeah. he'll he go away. I reckon someone will buy him or Man United will... Over a couple of years, if he doesn't start getting more game time, maybe go abroad somewhere and he'll get back to where he was I, I think yeah. he's too good a player to just drop off completely I think he's a, he's a quality um, quality player Van der Beek I do feel a shout for worst signing boys uh, Ray and Brewster yeah that was yeah, my, that was my biggest one I hadn't popped out there yet mate they dropped so much money on Ray and Brewster Sheffield United so it's been an answer to all their goals I mean granted they've been absolutely shambolic this season Ooh, it's, not, it's not a lot either way I feel like he is a championship striker Mate, yeah, to be fair, Liverpool would have done unreal. Dominic Solanke is the biggest one. I mean, right. he's, deba- he's debatably not even a fucking championship striker. <laughs> Shocking. We could talk about worst signing till the cows come home, but just because we have other categories, lads, who do we agree is the worst signing? For me, I think it's between Willian and Rianne Brewster. Yeah, so I'll, I'll right. give Willian, actually, just because the I've, shit's last three. I feel just... like he doesn't give a shit. He's nearly on 200 grand a week and he's literally been commenting on other Chelsea stuff and like commenting about how he never wanted to leave Chelsea. Like he's been very clear that he doesn't really want to be at Arsenal and just, I'm just hoping we kind of wipe our hands with Willie and kind of admit that it was a failed experiment and move on. So I think he he does go down as the SOP's worst signing of the season. So now on to number two and we have worst manager. And now I think this is someone who's maybe been a bit overhyped at points. Maybe someone who's been bought in and hasn't done as well as they should have. Or maybe someone who's just really underachieved as a manager. Maybe a bit of a controversial one, but there was a lot of controversy when he got sacked. But now I feel like now the dust has settled. We can all admit like Frank Lampard did an absolute shitter of a job with Chelsea this year. I had completely forgotten about Frank. He was not ready. He got got into the job because of how good the last year, But he was sort of... The fact that he couldn't sign anyone like helped him in a way because he had that as an excuse and his team um, wasn't like, it wasn't his team, was it? At the end of the day, because he couldn't yeah. sign anyone. But now he could sign something like he signed. He signed big, didn't he? he went big with it. Yeah. And last he- mate, last year Lampard done the unreal at Chelsea. He actually did with the he team that they got, had and got to a Champions and League top four. Like they had a terrible team though. I think it was still a top four team. 
mate, with the teams that you have to compete with now to get top, mate, Arsenal didn't get Europe this year. They come eight. Arsenal have money to spend and are like a top English club and have been for years. Them not getting European football, you've got Spurs coming seventh. Like the teams that they had to beat out, considering that they can all spend all this ridiculous money that they do now and Chelsea couldn't spend anything and lost Hazard, they're like talisman. And he got top four with like a young team considering Mount wasn't proven. He had Abraham up top who wasn't proven and is shit. He he didn't really have any competition last season. Giroud, Frank, no, neither manager, either Tuchel or Frank has liked playing Giroud. Abraham didn't really have any competition. Suddenly you've got Havertz and Werner and he's kind of just been shown up. I feel like maybe if he went to another club, they had a goal on him, maybe, but... Yeah, I, I reckon he's like a low mid-table striker, it, like at Palace. I do think he'd be like I, yeah. such a Palace player. I think he'd be good for Palace. I really, like, I really do think he's a Premier League striker, but he's not a top-level striker. Yeah, no way. There's yeah, no I way he's good, mate. I'm not being player. funny, but like it's a tell, it's a telling sign when Tuchel's come in and he would rather play a false nine with Havertz up front than start Sammy Abraham. Yeah, that says it all for me. But no, yeah, I do. I still think Frank Lampard was treated like kind of unfairly, but it's what Chelsea do to their managers, isn't it? But um, I do also think he was given a lot of rope by the media because he was English. Well, yeah, but not even just that, just because he's Frank Lampard. Like, he's yeah, a legend yeah. of the game and like not only a legend of the game, but like he's an absolute Chelsea legend. So and that he was comes always gonna across happen. as quite a nice guy as well. Yeah. I think another um, person who comes across as a nice guy and is English and has probably been treated better than he should have done by the media is Scott Parker. A lot of people are raving about him, but Fulham were not great at all. I don't mind watching Fulham play. I don't mind watching them play, but he didn't get them the results that they needed. Mate, I I, honestly, I agree with you so much, Keen. I don't see where the the Parker hype comes from. You know how much money Fulham spent in the summer? Like, they, they they spent more than enough to stay up. They had like Ariola yeah. in goal. That geezer's played Champions League football with PSG. Like they Amri spent Madrid. so much money. They were abysmal, especially early in the season. They were fucking shocking. Yeah, they were. After terrible. like three weeks, I was like, mate, this Fulham side are going to be worse than Derby. Like that Derby side. Nah, the thing is that like, Fulham side, they feel like they can compete with anyone. It's just they never actually won. I think, they, how many games did they win a year? I think they were so toothless up front. Yeah, they needed a strike. And they could have fixed that in January, but they didn't. I do not. I can't get behind the Parker train. I think I do not. I don't rate him as a manager at all. I can't lie. Yeah, there's not I, actually been that many bad managers this year. Chris Wilder, Chris Wilder was great. fucking shocking for Sheffield United. Oh, he, yeah, he's but, my choice right there. Billich as well wasn't great for West Brom. Yeah, but mate, Wilder yeah, like bad. don't get me wrong. Wilder did unreal last year. He was class last year, but this year, I mean, what he left them? They must have had about six points when he got sacked. Yeah, they had like one yeah. win, like it was actually a joke. Like it, it was terrible this year. So, do we reckon Chris Wilder? I reckon Chris Wilder every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Right. On to number three, we have the most overrated player of the season. So again, we were talking about managers who are possibly overrated. Who do we reckon this most overrated player is? And before either of you two say anything, I've got a shout, and I think it is very, very controversial. And I'll probably get a lot of shit for saying it. But if I'm honest, I think Bruno Fernandes, he's a class player. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's a class player. But in the big games, what does he do? What does he do in the big games? last night. What does he do? Bruno Fernandes has come in and changed Man United. Like, actually changed them. They look like a completely different side from last season. Or, like, the start of last season. They were shocking. Fernandes has literally transformed that side into... I mean, I reckon they could genuinely like make a title challenge next year. I mean, I don't think they'll win it. Uh, I think they need but... to sign a good couple of players. Looking at that team yeah. last night, they looked a bit. They're not a title-winning team. Yeah, I don't know. No, but before lost... last, to be fair, last night was like a what's the word anomaly. Like they Probably have not. been, they have been classed this season, especially towards the back end. I, they, they, they have been good. That is an outrageous shout, Key, and I'm not going to lie to you. That is a that, huge shout. That is just a jealous Arsenal fan right there that just wishes they had a player like Bruno Fernandes. Over, uh, overrated. It's a tough one, man. Um, I feel like Thiago's come in being massively rated and yeah. he's yes. not like, set the league on fire Thiago. like a lot of people would have Thiago thought, hasn't played well this season. That is he a, hasn't that played is well a great at all. shout. Mate, he's been 
shocking. Like he's been awful this season. Mane as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mane's a fucking class player, but he's had a poor season. Mane. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the Liverpool team have had a poor season. Pick one that's a lot of people think's had a good season. Mm. Calvin um, Phillips, mate. Calvin Phillips is Calvin the one. Phillips, or Calvin even Phillips continuously gets he had bummed a great off. Great start to the season. He's done fuck all since like January. Yeah, yeah he has. He did slow down, but he did actually have a good like. He, that, he yeah, wasn't he overrated at the start. Like he actually had a good start. James Rodriguez. Again, yeah, though, kind of like Rodriguez. I mean, kind of like Calvin. I feel like Everton in general just had a really good start to the season and then slowed yeah. down massively. Mm. It's even like. Their defence was on real to start the season as well. Like Michael Keane was fucking putting in performances week in, week out. And he's uh he slowed down a bit. James Ward Prowse. Oh yeah, I, like I can get I can get behind that. I but... like James Ward Prowse. Che Adams as well. I feel like a couple of Southampton players nah. got hyped up quite a bit. Che Adams is just dreadful. There is no way he got hyped up. Mate, it took him like two years to score his first Premier League goal against a striker. Um, no mate, I'm, I I cannot look past Calvin Phillips. The geezer is so overrated. He's fucking shocking. There's a lot of hype over Calvin Phillips, isn't there? Everyone, well, there was when he came mate, out. all the pundits, just Leeds in general. Every time you watch Leeds play, they can lose six 0 and the pundits will be like, "Oh yeah, but they play great yeah, football, though, don't yeah, they?" Like, what performance not- from Leeds? I do think Calvin Phillips, and you would you would think by the amount Gareth Southgate loves him, he's been a class player this season. He hasn't been great. He hasn't brought what he did from the championship up mate he's had like the odd good game here and there but he is not he is not that great he's honestly not that great so are we saying Calvin Phillips I reckon yeah, Calvin, I'm fine with Calvin Phillips, Phillips. Yeah. and now we have best signing uh, it's, oh got to be one name on this one boys I'm Ruben saying Diaz, Diaz. yeah yeah no listen right I knew that I've got I've got a few down there just to like discuss and Diaz is the one. Don't get me wrong, but just to like throw some others out there, I think Emmy Martinez has yeah. made yeah, Villa a different team. Time. Been fucking Pretty unreal good. all season. Um, even like we said, we've said it a couple of times um, on other pods, but even like when Jack Grealish was out and Villa looked half the team that they like were earlier in the season, he was still unreal, keeping them in games. Thiago Silva come in. Okay. I don't know how old is he now, like 36, 37. He's yeah. old. Um, come in, made Chelsea's defence look like a kind of like what Diaz done, just not to the same extent. Come in, change the defence. Um, but that was obviously helped with Mendy as well, who is another shout for good signing. Yeah, Mendy, I think. Um is a good shout. And then yeah, the the other the other ones I've got down now, I've got a few youngsters down there that have come in and had good seasons and will go on to do well. I've got um Ben Godfrey at Everton, again, we've oh, talked yeah, about him yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. He's come in, been unreal, started week in, week out, quite Love versatile, can play, well. play centre-half, can play right back. He's um He's been good. I've got Fofana down there, come in, yeah. young star, been unreal at Leicester, arguably one of the best defenders in the league this season, I think. I think he's been quality. Um, and Eze as well, I slapped in there. Not he's I like got, Eze. I he's like got no chance play. of winning, like but I think he's a great player, especially for Palace. I mean, if they do lose Zaha, then that's a massive step backwards for them, especially with Hodgson leaving. Yeah, as a, he's injured till 2022, though, isn't he? Shit, yeah, he got injured yeah. last day, innit? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's peak. But yeah, but <laughs> excluding that, like, as a coming in, how long have Palace just been a absolute rock-solid unit under Hodgson? Like, it's, it's basically just don't concede, give the ball to Zaha and hope yeah. he does something. That was mm. Palace. But Eze's come in and Eze is like the only other player with an ounce of quality in that team. And I think he's a class player. And I think he'll go far in his career, Eze. I think he'll be a good player. 100%. Jota's been think... good as well. That's a good signing. Jota, I think Jota's been class. He has been injured though. Um, I, think I think he is, but you can't give a sign of the season to someone who hasn't started, who like doesn't yeah, start. True. Especially in a fully fit 11, not, he's not playing. you got Mane and Salah. They're two of the best wingers in the league. Yeah, I think just just before we move on to our next category, I think another signing could be Ollie Watkins. I think could put his hand up because he is yeah, he's, he's changed good. Villa's attack, he has, and yeah. we talk about Grealish and everyone like that. But Watkins has put in a shift, so I think he he should be mentioned in the same breath as one of the best signings. But I think we're more or less all in agreement with Diaz. And then we have the most improved players. So someone who's maybe out in the wilderness, thought they were done and dusted and they've come back and just taken the league by storm. To be fair, it doesn't improved. even fit the bill that you were 
list and off there, Kim, but I'll say Foden's improved massively this year. He's gone from like yeah. a hot prospect to genuinely one of the best players world in the class. world. World class. Genuinely world class. Yeah, I back that. I, I mean, think we mentioned him earlier. I think Nicola Pepe. Yeah, but again, yeah, but not to the extent that Foden... Mate, Phil Foden has genuinely like come out and he's like keeping like Sterling out of the team. Like he's genuinely considering the players in City's team in their Champions League run, like in moments where they've needed someone to stand up and like do something special, he has genuinely done that. Against Dortmund, he scored in both legs, didn't he? I think he scored in both legs. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And um, he, yeah, he's just been class. Even like, I mean, obviously this game was like effectively meaningless, but you know, the Newcastle game, it was like 4-3. Yeah. That goal he scored where he like controlled it like in his own half and the length of the pitch and scored. It just shows that like it shows his quality, doesn't can, it? But like you know what I mean? Like you can just see like I've seen stuff before on social media where like there's pictures of him in the summer, like out just playing with kids, like in he's from Stockport, I think, and he something yeah. like that. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. when he goes back home in like the summer, there's like pictures of him like playing football with kids on the street. Like you can tell that he is just like genuinely like loves football. Like, and yeah. it's good to see nowadays because a lot of players are in it for the money. And I mean, he's landed on his feet coming through as a City youth prospect because he's going to get money. Like you can see that he genuinely does just love football. Like he loves playing football. He loves being out there. He loves scoring goals, creating goals. And he's going to bring it home, boys. He is. He's the man. I did. I genuinely, I didn't even think of Phil Foden. It's a great shout because he has, he's literally gone from hot prospect to world class and not many players can do that in the space of a season. The whole reason I created this category is, was more or less for Jesse Lingard, who I think oh, also yeah, can, can yeah. be put in there. But I feel... To be fair, he's another one for... Stones fucking, as well. He's another one for good signings. Um, oh, yeah. Jesse Lingard. Oh, yeah. And Stones is a, is a great shout as well. Suchek signed this season. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. Boys. No, I'm, 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 glad he, I'm glad he didn't get mentioned. Fucking Charlie bunker. was just there waiting. C-check. Waiting for one of us to mention him. But uh, I think no, everything... in all seriousness, I think he, he he could go down as the best signing. But I think everything you've said for most improved player does make a lot of sense for it to be Phil Foden because a lot of people think of it as someone who was awful, someone who was getting criticised all the time. But a lot of people don't realise that most improved player can also be someone who was already good. They've just got greater. And I think Harry Maguire could have been up there as well, just with all everything that he got and how much he's actually, he's shown that he's shored up the defence and them losing the Europa League last night huh, um, shows how much he has impacted that Man United team as well as players like Bruno Fernandes. But so I, thought, I, I thought, thought he was overrated, Kane. Yeah, no, he is. He is he is, he is. he is. He is. He is. But and I stick by that. But I do think both your points about Phil Foden being most improved player, I think, um, are very warranted. And so we got on to best manager, our penultimate award. I'm Just saying David Tata. Moyes for this one. David Moyes, <laughs> great shout. The fact that the West Ham were even sniffing the Champions League is just is testament to David Moyes. And I, like, I just like the way he plays. I feel like he's yeah. proper spirited football. It's none of this like wishy-washy bollocks. I think it's such a shame that Leicester didn't get top four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was oh, fucking yeah, massively. gutting just, last day. It was weird that they bottled it this season. Like last year was such a big thing that they bottled it. This year it was like, it sort of went under the radar that they had. That's like, they I think it's because they got the FA lot. Cup win, though, as well, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. I think there's quite a few shouts this year. I think there's been some unreal managers. Like you said, but who did you say, Bartley? David Moyes. 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 Moyes has been unreal at West Ham. They've massively overachieved. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to give testament to that. Like you, I mean, I don't know if you actually said him, but Brennan Rodgers has been unreal. Especially yeah, that's what I was him. saying. I, I, I feel like the only reason we can't put him as the top is because they didn't get Champions League. Because we're yeah. obviously basing it on Premier League, innit? If we were doing it off FA Cup and the way he's changed the club and everything like that, 100% I'll put him up there. But just because he failed on the last day, I do feel like it pushes him out of it. But even still, like, Leicester aren't a Champions League club. So yeah. uh, Europa League isn't, like, the end of the world. Like, you know what I mean? They've still got European football. And yeah. um, it's, it's you know what it's like? You know, like, if West Brom are, like, 2-0 up against Chelsea and end up drawing 2-2, like it feels like a loss, but when you like boil it down, like your West Brom, you just got point at Chelsea. Like yeah. th- that's kind of what it's like. 
well, that's how yeah. I see it anyway. Like, I feel like it's still, it's not been, like, them not getting Champions League doesn't mean it's a terrible season. I think it's still been an unreal season for Leicester, especially with yeah. the setbacks and injuries that they had. I think Brendan Rodgers is still one of the best managers in the league, or has, has been this season comfortably. Oh, um, I agree, I agree. I feel, yeah. I, it's, this guy wouldn't be my personal manager of the season, but I feel like he deserves a shout-out. Marco Bielsa, as... Yeah. Like the other two teams that got promoted, Marcelo. Um, yeah, they're getting relegated. Marco, they turned up fucking ninth. I don't know how, but they ended up ninth. <laughs> like, the table for a championship promoted yeah. side. It's like I never really thought that big. Yeah, no, I, I, I back that. It's like the second. I mean, as much as I hate Leeds and it pains me to say it, I do back that. I mean, they're the most entertaining team to watch in the league by an absolute fucking mile. Like, if you watch, if you're watching yeah. a Leeds game, it's ending four three. Like, there's no yeah. two ways about it. So yeah, I mean, you've got to hand it to him for that. It's like the second. I think it's the second most points ever by a newly promoted side or something like that. Yeah. Oh really? Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a great season. I mean. Where Patrick Bamford has come from, I have absolutely fucking no idea. But yeah, like you look at their team on paper and I mean, they have got some like good players. Like they signed Rodrigo, but even he didn't play that much. That Rafinha is good. But yeah, like they're still playing Patrick Bamford up front week in, week out. And yeah. he's doing it. Their midfield is Calvin Phillips and that Jack Harrison. Harrison. Jack Harrison. Yeah, like they haven't got an amazing team on paper and I do think he has done a good job. Another manager I want to mention, Dean Smith. Aston Villa have been unreal yeah. this season. Um, yeah, I've been good. They've they fallen away massively, though. They had a bit of a dip um, when Grealish got injured, but they're still... Where'd they end up? I think it's 11th, yeah. Yeah, Evan was Just 10th. Just below Everton, I think. Yeah, Dean Smith, definitely. From them being a relegation side literally last season, being saved on the last day of the season, to have been playing as well as they have done, I think it's all credit to him. But I think I think we have to mention Pep. You have to. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, won, to he's won the title. I yeah, think that, that goes without yeah. saying. He's going to go down as one of the best. Mate, he, he won the title yeah. like comfortably as well. Like they walked that title, and yeah. he basically did it without a striker as well. Like, yeah, you've, you've got to appreciate that. I think Tuchel as well. I don't think for manager of the season. I wouldn't say best manager of the season, but he's had uh, a huge but, impact. He deserves a shout out just because since yeah. he's come uh, in, yeah, he's like he's been different gravy. And yeah, I mean, I think the Champions League final on Saturday, Chelsea City is going to be an absolute game. Mate. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it might be, it might not be like the best to watch. I think it's going to be quite a cagey game. The quality, to, to be fair, the quality in both sides easily could end up being like a, a good game. Um, yeah. But yeah, two good managers going out. I think it's going to be an absolute poor Madrid apart in the second leg, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mate, they were they were class against Real Madrid. Um, I think I I think so. Just to decide this one. I'm personally, I'm personally going with Mats and going with David Moyes just because of how much I think West Ham have easily been the most overachieving side. I would say yeah. Leicester and now like are Europa League side. Michael Antonio, like players that have always had potential but never really fulfilled it. They've been playing yeah. unreal this season. Charlie would have to say it through the grit of his teeth. My, my silence speaks volumes, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I, I, he... I refuse to say. Listen, you can put him down, but I'm not saying him. My manager of the season's Brendan yeah. Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I think it's a fair enough. And they won the FA Cup as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think the fact that Charlie's not really protesting but choosing to keep silent <laughs> does speak volumes. So, and then on to our final category of this main section, we have the best player of the season. I mean, player of the season. There's only one option. Who's that, Charlie? Yes, mate. How <laughs> can you not give player of the season to Harry Kane this Aubameyang, year? what? Oh right, mate. The geezers won the Golden Boot and got the most assists. That is a joke. It's like the second time it's ever been done. He got massively yeah, let down by every other Tottenham player. If he goes to Man City, that Man City team, if the he numbers he's going to hit in that yeah, Man City team are going to be City, ridiculous. I'm fucking, I'm boycotting Premier League football. That yeah. would just be a joke, mate. If he goes to Man City, they'll go unbeaten, I reckon. Actually, no, they won't. But, yeah. like, you get the point. Like, that I think be- Diaz, people, players like Diaz, Foden, De Bruyne can all put their hat in the ring yeah, yeah. for best player this season. Oh, yeah. Mate, even Foden. Foden deserves a shout just yeah. because of how unreal he's been. Again, um, Thiago Silva, I think, has been unreal this year. I'd for player of the season, though. Well, yeah, yeah he's been class. Ch- mate, Chelsea's defence, compared to what Chelsea's defence was, the improvement is ridiculous. I think he has been unreal. He's come in, completely changed Chelsea. Tuchel's whole thing on at Chelsea as well has been like, the defence has been absolutely rock solid. Yeah. I Greenish. think 
Grealish. Yeah. If Grealish didn't get injured, he would have he would have been right up there. Um, yeah. Fucking legend. Sorry, check definitely hundred percent. He definitely could be. I reckon there obviously is debate about it and we can talk about it, but I reckon Harry Kane, most assists yeah. in that Tottenham side as well. That's not a good Tottenham side. I just hope for Harry Kane's sake that the geezer leaves. He deserves yeah. to win something. And... It's so weird seeing him in another team. Like, yeah, it will be. Team, it so. will be. It will be. But at the end of the day, he's got to do it. Like, you... Yeah, so I want to see he... it happen. I think everyone can see it happen. You can't have a guy that is playing at the level that Harry Kane is. Both like, how can you? He won the Golden Boot and the most assists, and they didn't yeah. get Champions League football. They come seventh. Like, do you actually appreciate how shit the rest of the team was this year? Yeah. yeah. Like, wow, that is actually outrageous. Hundred percent. So I reckon. So are we saying best player Harry Kane for me? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So there we have it, lads. So our SOP awards, the most important awards of the season, the awards that the players play for, hoping that they get mentioned in one of these prestigious categories. We have worst signing as Willian. We have worst manager as Chris Wilder. We have most overrated player as Calvin Phillips. We have the best signing as Ruben Diaz. The most improved player as Phil Foden. The best manager as David Moyes. And the best player as Harry Kane. So there we go, lads. And without any further ado, we'll get into the final section of this week and get into this week's Take Me Out scenarios. So for this week's scenarios, and once again, for all of you goldfish, little brains, dweebs, we have the Take Me Out scenarios. And so for these categories, we'll be putting each of SOP Award winners into these categories and deciding who fits the bill the most. So for those who don't know how Take Me Out works, for all of our many American listeners that I keep talking about, Take Me Out is a TV show where Mystery Man comes down in the lift and is greeted by, I think, 30 single girls who will correspond to them by either keeping their lights on if they think they're attractive and like the look of the man and turning their light off if it's not a bit of them. And then at the end of the show, the man gets to choose who he gets to go on a date with and then they either live happily ever after or he gets left on read. So for the first category of this take me out scenarios we have all lights out so this is a man who maybe isn't the best looking and as soon as he steps out of the lift all the lights are out on him and it's pitch black in the studio lads who are we saying i mean thinking about it now we're doing it i feel like we've kind of done chris wilder and david moist dirty here yeah. <laughs> they've got about 40 years on everyone else <laughs> Um, <laughs> or 40 years experience is that what we're saying um, yeah I reckon Chris Wilder is done for boys David Moyes improved a bit from you know that picture back in the day where he's like got like four teeth yeah you must have seen that like, picture before a older than you did a couple of years ago I reckon Willian that hair doesn't yeah. turn everyone on no mate fact, Cal- Calvin Phillips just because fuck Calvin back. Phillips Calvin Phillips is a scary looking bloke I reckon that will he's got shit hair like as well yeah um, yeah, no, nah, sure it's got to be one of the managers. Come on, lads. Oh. Not, not their fault, but I mean the fact they have thought years on the other guys. I mean, someone, oh, someone who would have a decent shout if it was the second round. As soon as they hear Harry Kane speak, game over. Yeah. Hello, yeah, girls. Exactly. I'm Harry Kane. Dude. <laughs> I'm from London. I was about to say they wouldn't be able to understand Chris Wilder because he's from up north. But then, of course, David Moyes is Scottish, so I don't know. Yeah. If that helps but as normal as it gets, mate. Yeah. Um, no, mate, I can't. I'm going Chris Wilder here. Yeah, I reckon my man Moyes has some moves that he'll be able to bust out as soon as he gets out of the lift. And I think Chris Wilder, he's just. He's Chris Wilder's for. coming out in a Sheffield United tracksuit, yeah. walking out and being like, you like girls. And that's it. That's it. That's him. Done. Yeah. So it's got to go. be Chris Wilder, that, surely. Chris, Chris Wilder, yeah, all lights out. And then in another section of the show, we have where the boys decide to show the girls their talent in order to try and woo them. So, lads, who are we saying? Which of our nominees has the worst talent? You just know Phil um, Foden's doing freestyle again. Yeah. Back you in know, Phil Foden. He's doing fucking well, though, to be fair. Yeah. He 
he's, he's got a shit talent. Diaz with his head banging. He'll oh, just yeah, go up to one of the girls and not See, I'm not sure I'll go down to the world of ladies. I can just imagine William being a ballerina or something like that. I can imagine William. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. just got him. Just I've like got. Some... A, I've got an image of him in a like pink tutu. I think David Moyes will do. I feel like David Moyes. I don't know. Scottish jokes. Like Scottish pipes. people are always Bagpipes. funny. Bagpipes. I imagine. Bagpipes, yeah. What's Chris Wilder doing? I reckon Chris Wilder's just going to get slagged off here, boys. Chris Wilder is, was not built what time, for What time has that lad got? See off a pint in two seconds. Yeah. I'll leave my light on for Calvin that. Phillips, just no talent. Just talentless. Just standing there. I reckon he'll try and sing. Uh, you know what I'm going I'm going Calvin Phillips just with no yeah. talent that's his but talent. what would Harry Kane do you can hit the ball in the back of the net and what else can he do inspirational speaker inspirational. oh yeah I forgot he's an inspirational speaker isn't he yeah all do his impressions of one in Britain's got he'll talent he'll give him a TED talk lads so what are we saying <laughs> who are we saying are we saying Chris Wilder again no oh, I reckon Calvin, Calvin, Phillips. Out, Calvin Phillips Calvin Phillips Calvin Phillips Calvin Phillips with no yes, talent. he's just been sacked from his job and now he's getting slated on Take Me Out. Slagging him off saying he's got no well, chance. Well, to be fair, if you're playing it by the book, it doesn't really make sense if he's got the worst talent and he's already been sent home. He's already been sent home, yeah. Yeah. And so most likely he's get slagged off by family members. So in this section, sorry for those who are unaware of how Take Me Out works, they often have a little video edit of families and friends talking about embarrassing stories of the person who is trying to woo these girls and so who do we think is most likely to get slagged off by their family members i'm thinking phil foden yeah i was gonna say phil foden Foden. yeah looks like a little shit doesn't he yeah Yeah, he does straight off like a stockport council estate with those fucking lines uh, lines in his eyebrow and shit like that you know no there's there's the picture of him as well, in it, where he's like, um, where he's going on holiday. Oh, yeah, he's going on holiday. He's got the sunglasses yeah. on. It's got, got them Deli Ali vibes. You know, one yeah. of them is slapping that up on that big screen and just violating him for like <laughs> the, the straight minute, just going. Just in. His, yeah, just I, thought, his I still thought that would be a lot, a lot, a lot of love for Foden. The other thing is, nah, yeah. I mean, we all love Foden, but like, you know, when like they t- they they like talk about it and they like talk about what they're like, like the whole thing is just going to be like, oh, like if you're with Phil, you've got to love football because I bet I bet that guy yeah. is going out to a club and going, oh yeah, did you see the game on Saturday. That's that's Phil Foden. That's definitely how we pulled those Icelandic birds, isn't oh, 100%, 100%. it? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Oh shit, yeah, I forgot about that. Been, Phil's got yeah. a game, lads. Yeah, he does have game. Him and Mason Greenwood are a little deadly duo, aren't they? Too much game. So um, we reckon him most likely to get yeah. slagged off is Phil Foden. Yeah. And then we have most likes kept on. So this is a fucking stud. This is when he walks out and literally says the right things, does the walk, does the talk. And all the girls, none of them want to be missing out on this one. Um, All the walk, all the talk. I think out of all of those... I'll say William. William. He's just got the Brazilian player. I think he's going to trip over on the stairs. Mate, oh, you know what? Diaz. You fucking hate William, don't you? Diaz is Portuguese, no? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot Diaz. Bit of that Spanish Portuguese come out like doing a cheeky little samba or something, moving mad. I don't think we can discredit Harry Kane. He's a looker, he's a talker. Is there anything this man can't do? Mate, it's it's the speaking. It's the speaking that's going to do Harry Kane in. Even He's going to come out. <laughs> I'm not sure he could do the walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I, I'd go, I, I reckon it's William or Diaz, to be fair. Diaz will threaten to nut them and then they'll keep all their yeah, lights on. Diaz is a bit scary, isn't it? I reckon we're going to have to go for William. Yeah, he's just whipping out some sort of dance move. He's 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 got a bit about him, William. I reckon William's getting the most lights on, lads. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, okay, fine. We'll let him have this one over Chris Wilder. And then we have the most likely to fuck up the day. I reckon there's only really one winner, judging okay. by what's come out in the news. Well, I was going to say Phil Foden, he'd probably go and try and find the next Swedish supermodel That's and good. have That's his way with her. Oh, mate, imagine, tr- imagine, imagine going for dinner with Harry Kane and trying to have a conversation with him. Fucking hell, that would be Oh, painful. mate, your, foot, your food is going to be so wet as well <laughs> from all the spit. Oh, I love Harry Kane, man. Yeah, we are rinsing him. Too far, but Chris Wilder's Chris Wilder's taking you down his local pub, getting you a fucking yeah, he pie, definitely pie, is. A packet of peanuts. 
He's not. You're not going to Al Fernandez with him. You're going down Sheffield United local. I can uh, David Moyes like take you fishing or something. Oh, 100 percent. David Moyes is taking he's fishing. Taking you, he's taking you on a hike, like up the fucking yeah. up the mountains in Scotland. You can camp out in the mountains. Phil Foden's taking you to goals, five aside. Yeah. He's sticking you in oh, goal and practicing his shot. <laughs> Dean sure what Diaz is doing. You've got about five seconds of Diaz before he starts headbutting the nearest. Diaz is taking you axe throwing. <laughs> Willian, Willian, to be fair, I reckon Willian would. Willian's going to like a, a ballroom dancing class. Yeah, he's going to a samba class. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it. I reckon we have. Calvin Phillips again off. just got nothing about him. I don't know what Calvin Phillips is doing. I reckon we have slagged no. him off, but I reckon Harry Kane. Harry Kane done. A, he just doesn't have the minerals in order to keep the date going. Yeah, never won a trophy, He's boys. Doesn't know what it really. takes. To some capacity, to be England captain. Listen, yeah. man, we're all we're all He's here one, one to. we we're all here to make excuses for our Lord and Saviour Harry Kane. Yeah, no. Nah. He's just—he hasn't got the minerals stay on the. We date. all love Harry Kane. It's just the well-known fact that his speech is not the best. Yeah, yeah. And and he's clearly—he's not been dating because he's—he's he's been out with the same woman yeah, since, since school, isn't it? Since school, so I just don't think he has the minerals. But fair play to him, great footballer. But there we go. Yeah, he is—he is the man that's going to skip her England on their way home. So exactly. You know. So. He needs to take a bit of the bullets. This is the making of Harry Kane. So there we go. Our final scenarios are all lights out. We have obviously Mr. Chris Wilder. He wasn't really built for these scenarios, was he? Worst talent we have. He's Calvin in there as the worst manager as well. You've got he a feel for Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder's not had a good podcast. He's fuming. He's, he's now got a feud with Jurgen Klopp and the Sons of Pitches podcast. <laughs> Most likely to get slagged off by his mates on the video role. We have Phil Foden somehow most likely to get all his lights kept on is Willian and most likely to fuck up the date we have of course Harry Kane so there we have it lads another episode done of the Sons of Pitches and as we're ramping up to Euros 2020 which starts in nearly two weeks we will be moving more content there so make sure you're staying tuned two weeks tomorrow two weeks tomorrow make sure you're staying tuned for everything Euros 2020 as this is the place to find your information. I think that's all of us done. So it's a goodbye from all of us and we'll see you next week. See you lads. See ya. See you, lads.